I want the normal mess, you know? Yeah. But I don't want these two women to be like made each other to hate each other. Cause that's not the point. If anything, they yeah. should hate the men. Which they kind Which of do. Always right. night one. <laughs> I know this podcast is a very big part of your life. You've mentioned it to me multiple times. Kind of a, you know, a bachelor nation groupie. No, no. Don't hold on with me, Derek. Name one thing that I said that's false, Derek. Don't insult my intelligence. Hi, Emily. Hi, Kayla. Oh, it feels so good. Oh my God. What a breath of fresh air. (laughs) It feels even better knowing that we actually got an ample break before having to say it again. Like, I am rested. I am hydrated. You have an MBA. Like I do have an MBA and your skin is glowing. <laughs> Thank you. It's because I haven't had to think about the bachelor franchise for the last, however many months I know. And I've been so healing. <laughs> my skin cleared my anxiety lessened. Like, no, actually. I, I just feel like I was actually excited to watch the episode last night. And I like, can't remember the last time I was excited to watch an episode of The Bachelor. No, it didn't feel like a chore. I was actually, I watched it this morning and was excited. I texted Ryan at 8am, I'm watching The Bachelorette. And he was like, a bit early. And I was like, I'm actually happy about it. Like, like Clayton season, I would never wake up before 10 a.m. to watch. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> I, I was dragging myself to the TV every week. <laughs> yeah, but also just, it wasn't even just Clay. I mean, Clay and I it was, was the burnout. The worst, but it was the burnout. It was like, even people I liked, like I love Michelle. Michelle. I couldn't tell you one thing that happened on Michelle's season because I was just dragging. Like, honestly, if I went back and listened to our podcast episodes from Michelle's season, I think I, it would be like, the first time I'm hearing any of the information. Like yeah. I can't. No, it was just such bad burnout. And we also had a streak of like not good leads, which doesn't yeah. help the burnout. Like, you know, the Katie of it all isn't oh helpful. And then, you know, and then Michelle was a great lead, but at that point we had been consecutively in like this, she was like the third season right in a row. Yeah. So it was just a lot. It was a lot. Um, but now, I'm like excited. I'm rejuvenated. And this is the greatest time of year or what used to be the greatest time of the year before they gave us 10 seasons in a row. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest time of year is when you go from bachelorette right into paradise. Like, yes, that is the sweet spot, especially when it's like a good season of the bachelorette and then a good season of paradise. Like that is just, you can't kiss. ask for anything more. I know. And so on top of the timing being amazing, we have like the two bachelorettes that we wanted to be bachelorette. And it's both of them. And like, I know we all saw the preview and it looks like things are going to get messy, but Uh like having them, I saw a tweet about this. It was like having the girl talk to her bestie instead of some 50 year old man lets you get to know her so much better. And I was like, so true. Like, I feel like I know these women. Yeah. And also just, I think even though it's, I was actually giving a lot of thought to this because I remember when they were announced as the bachelorettes. It was like, oh my God, this is amazing. We get both of them. But then some of the feedback was also, I hope it doesn't turn into them being pitted against each other for the sake of TV and all this stuff. Right. And from the preview, um, I, I think inevitably when you have two bachelorettes dating the same pool of men, inevitably there's going to be men that they're both interested in or that are both, or the guys are interested in both of them. I think that's inevitable, but 
the vibe I was getting from the preview is it doesn't seem like it's any of the guys either of them are that serious about, which is like the perfect amount of television drama without it like ruining friendships. It's like they have a mild crush on this man, both of them. Totally. Which is perfect. And the other thing is that it doesn't seem like they take it out on each other at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, and again, this is based on, you know, the two minute preview we got, but like it genuinely seems like they're upset in the like way that women and people in general feel upset when someone doesn't want them. Cause you're like, yeah. Why am I not enough? Even if it's someone you're not that interested, that shit can still hurt. Like it's like, right. Mm, but you should be into me, you know? Right. So they're upset in that way, but like it genuinely seems that both of them have a good enough head on their shoulders that they're never like, this is all Gabby's fault or this is all Rachel's fault. Like, right. It seems like it's just, you know, it's a sad thing to face, but it seems like they, I hope, knock on wood, I hope I'm not wrong. Also though, I think based on the fact that they've been doing all the promo together, posting together all the time, they're like Mm -hmm. being the bachelorette with my best friend, like now still, I'm like, I mean, they could be doing that for press and fakeness and who knows, but like you're spending so much time together. Like, I really hope these women don't end up hating each other. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually thinking the same thing because they've obviously been doing so much press together and all of that. And I was like, if they're not still friends or if the vibes are bad, they're like amazing actresses, which I don't think they are. So I'm just kind of like, I feel, and that's like not a slight to them. I just think that they're regular girls. They're not like Academy Award winning actresses. No. So I feel like it is genuine. And I also, that's not to say that I think like two years from now, one of them is going to write a book being like, it was really hard to be one of two bachelorettes. Like that is coming down the pipe. Oh yeah, for sure. But I feel like they are still genuinely friends, which is like what counts. I agree. And also like, I'm pretty sure Rachel made her like bio, like this is like, or tweeted or something and was like, this is henceforth a Gabby Windy Stan account or whatever. Like, I think that, you know, maybe they're being fake, but I would like, I doubt it. I choose to believe that they do still like each other. And that's like really all I wanted to come from this season. Yeah. So we're going to get more into it. We're going to do like a a general highlight reel of the episode because you guys know how we feel about episode ones. We're just not that into them. So we're going to do like a general highlight reel um, but yeah, we're really excited to be back at this point in time. I think we're looking to be back on our weekly schedule, but you know, maybe we're going to make some exceptions if things get crazy, but it looks like we're back weekly, which is exciting. We've got some exciting announcements coming up in soon to be episodes, not to like tease secret projects or anything, you know, but like we've got things are about projects. to get very cool, fun and sexy, which they already are, but it's going to get even more cool, fun and sexy. So, but one thing you don't have to worry about is that it's the two of us girlies and our guy, Adam, we're here, we're ready to rock. So without further ado, let's get into it. Also, I just want to say that Kayla and I are really enjoying the season so far because I think that we have agreed that we just see, it's just like watching the two of us on TV. Like, like it's like disarmingly it's, so and like I have to be the one to say it because it's like such a compliment towards Emily that like it would sound weird if she said it but like guys hear me out on this I love Rachel so much so any critique I give of Rachel moving forward is just because Rachel is exactly the type of girl that I am and hear me out as to why like Gabby and Emily both genuinely don't give a fuck like Gabby could leave this show a hundred percent single and be like yeah it's fine and like that's exactly how Emily would be as the bachelorette like but like Rachel like at the end of Clayton's season when he broke up with them joint breakup Gabby was like fuck you fuck this we're out of here and like that's exactly how Emily would be 
Rachel was literally crying, screaming, like chasing down the car that Clayton was in, <laughs> like so losery. Like this guy is like literally a nobody. Like he was on the last string of the worst college football team. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, like he literally like he couldn't be more of a loser. And Rachel is like, my life is over because he doesn't love me. <laughs> and like respectfully, like that is exactly what I would do. It's something that I. It's something that I have done. And then like, and then like six months later, she's like, yeah, like I just like wasn't that into him, you know? And like, she's like trying to act so cool about it. And it's like, Rachel, no, like we literally watched you have a mental breakdown on TV. And that, and like, that's exactly what I would do. Like, do you know how many losers I've had mental breakdowns over? Like Sobbing, sobbing on the stairs over a guy who doesn't care if I live or die. <laughs> <laughs> literally like that is until the current relationship I'm in like that was my vibe like every relationship I was in like it was loser after loser and then like I in turn had the loseriest reaction to all of them (laughs) and like that's exactly what Rachel did but then like she would she does the exact thing I do where she goes into the dating scene acting like she was unaffected by the previous thing and like and like again like this sounds like I'm being really harsh on Rachel I'm not I really like Rachel a lot oh, yeah but like it's just so funny to watch because I'm like oh my god like this is literally me and Emily as the bachelorette and like she's very clearly trying to like lean into Gabby's like doesn't give a fuck vibe which is exactly what I do with you <laughs> When, when Kayla and I were at our peak of singleness, I was like, we're doing a year without men. Like, fuck men. Men suck. And then she met Ben not a week later. And, no, but and like three years later was dating him. And like, I met a guy too. <laughs> but I, the whole time we were dating was like, we're not dating. <laughs> no, but like also the part she didn't include was on that trip when we were peak singleness. And we were like, we're doing a year without men. Fuck men. Like, that was Emily. Meanwhile, like literally that night I was crying drunk at a party because the guy I had gone on two dates with didn't like me. Rachel energy. <laughs> and he also was like kind of a loser, which like, like he was so bad. Anyways, guys, I just want to let you know that like, I really do love Rachel. I love both of these women so much, but like, oh, yeah. like when Rachel does this losery shit, I am like embarrassed for a second because it is exactly the thing that I would do if I were in that situation every time without fail. I love anyway, it so much, to be honest. Um, so cinematic parallels, stay tuned. The content you're going to get this season is going to be extremely amazing. And <laughs> from, also from just the end. fact that like Gabby is so much taller than her. She's tan. She's yeah. brunette. Rachel's like <laughs> the shorter. Looks, like the hair blonde. color, everything. Like, like, it couldn't be better. <laughs> it's truly so funny. So with all that said, let's like dive on in yeah. um, to just like some highlights and lowlights uh as it was a lot of low lights because it's the first episode so of course it is I think a good diving off point because we kind of addressed it already is the loseriness of Clayton and (laughs) um and the reaction you know a lot of people had a strong reaction to all of the guys kind of talking about Clayton in their entrances which I get was a bit excessive but Kayla made a good point she texted me and she's like it's always like that yeah, like literally all these dudes know about you. First of all, they probably didn't even watch the season. Their moms did. And second of all, all they know is that you dated Clayton last season of The Bachelor. That's literally all they know about you. So like when they're trying to come up with funny limo entrances, like how many guys on Becca Kufrin season came in and joked about Ari? 
right. every single one. It's right. like, that's all they know about you. So like, totally. I get the girls being like, oh my God, like, do we have to keep hearing about Clayton? But it's like, what do you want them to talk about? They literally don't know you. And I only feel bad for the girls. Like, I don't feel bad for Clayton. Am I supposed right. to feel sorry for that guy? I don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, like, I get it. Clayton has opened up about, like, his mental health issues after the show. Yeah. Like, I get it. I do. There's part of me that's like, can we just leave this man alone? Because I don't care enough to keep mm-hmm. this going. But that being said, you're absolutely right. Like, it is always like this. This is, I mean, the children's choir was definitely a lot. That could have been toned down. That could have been brought back. <laughs> that should have been thought through. But yeah, the children's choir, I was like, okay, like some of the guys like making jokes, like, oh, like me and Clayton have something in common. I'm also in love with three women, my mom, my sister, and my dog. Like, okay, right. haha, that's okay, funny. haha, right. But the children's choir singing Clayton sucks, you know that that was like ideaed, brainstormed by production. And oh, like, yeah. that's supposed to be the team that's like, Prote- not protecting Clayton, but like he was your lead. Like you paid right. him to be your lead and he's come out and talked about his mental health struggles. Like maybe let's not teach a children's choir to sing Clayton, Clayton sucks. sucks. Wow. Yeah. That one was a lot. Like there that were one was a lot. some that were a lot, but like, ultimately it's like, ah, the show always works like this. Like Clayton, sorry, but like you shouldn't have manipulated three women on TV. If you didn't want people to talk about you manipulate manipulating three women on TV. But also Clayton, um, like literally such a dude, like literally knows he's going to get talked shit about last night and then watches the episode. Like Clayton and Susie were literally on vacation and they were like, haha, like we're going to watch The Bachelorette tonight. And like are posting on their stories, watching it. I'm like, first of all, you're on vacation. Like, are you really going to kill the vibe? Like, yeah. wait until you're home and in a depression spiral and put it on. Right. Just to like right. make, do what a normal person would do, you know? Right. But it's like, you yeah. know, you're going to get dragged on this right. episode and you're going to like watch it together. We'll get into them later, but like just, yeah, we, vibe I, I have around. thoughts on them watching it together and yeah. on. Susie's whole reaction to this whole season so um but we'll get into that later let's cover the episode a little bit my first favorite thing that I just want to say too is when they show all the guys watching the tv when it was announced that both of them were the bachelorette yeah and all of the guys cheered like it was the effing super bowl yeah that is actually comedy you cannot write (laughs) that is so fucking funny what a bunch of dorks yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> two bachelorettes instead of one like what are you guys doing with your lives I'm sorry go outside go get a job well, it's because like these men who literally have like meatball enthusiasts as their career title are like I get two chances like it's it, it's the it's just I don't I I'm enjoying the season I really totally. it's only been one episode and I'm enjoying yep. it but like there's just such loser energy coming from all sides. It's just like, I can't. And they're gorgeous women. Like if I were one of them, yeah. I'd be excited. They're both going to be there too. Yeah. But like, like that, like we're going to cheer. It was so cringy that they even showed it. I was like, this is so weird. Like you made a home video of you and your buddies watching the bachelor finale and cheering. There was one guy, there were like eight dudes in that room and they were like, ah! <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> guys. I'm sorry, not to gender roll you, but like, go throw some pigskin. Like, like <laughs> you all should go outside. So anyway, that was super funny. And I did want to talk about it because I feel like it was an underrated moment of the episode. Like I was actually losing my shit at that. Yeah, no, it was very funny. Um, and then as we're getting ready for the limo entrances, um, Gabby and Rachel are kind of establishing 
the they're they're trying to figure out i think they thought the show was going to lay out ground rules for how some of this was going to go so they didn't really discuss it and then jesse's like so what are you guys going to do and they're like what are we going to do what are you guys going to do like Bro. literally the equivalent of like joe biden being like so what are we going to do about roe v wade and the entire <laughs> country and the entire country being like bro you're the president what are you going to do what are you going to do about it dude, dude. like Jesse Palmer is so Joe Biden. He'd just be tweeting and walking. <laughs> He'd just be tweeting and taking promo pics. Like, like just like Jesse, like, figure anything out. Mm, I don't think I will. Like, <laughs> he's like, so guys, what's going on? How do you guys think this is going to work? And they're like, what the fuck? You guys so told us, like, us this was the layout. We did not tell you. Like, so then they're like scrambling they're like okay well like what's your type like what kind of guy do you like and also just like literally so losery like yeah. <laughs> Gabby goes Rachel like what's your type and Rachel just describes Clayton <laughs> I literally I was like be cool oh, Rachel athletic from Missouri <laughs> played football dating Susie <laughs> love Susie the most love Susie the most I just can't oh so my god they're like trying to figure out what they're gonna do you know whatever and then we get a cutaway clip of Gabby being like I just hope that like I find a guy I really like and that's not the same guy that Rachel likes right. and I was like I'm just so glad that we're gonna get Gabby one-liners all season oh my god with such as when they're trying to establish Gab ground rules and Gabby says someone's gonna try to play our ass I have no doubt I don't trust men <laughs> Her whole brand is being like, men suck. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. And someone's going to try to play Thank our you. ass. I have no doubt. I don't trust I have men. No doubt. Um, yeah. So basically they were like, here, figure this shit out for yourselves. And then they were like, oh, cool. Can we get a pay bump for producing your weird show? And they were like, no. <laughs> and, then they, and then they got dressed and went to the mansion. Uh, basically so we we kind of already discussed some of the Clayton related entrances um but my my notes on this section was just how did the magician make it through casting Dog. the magician I mean I know they sent him home thank god but like the magician was literally like the guy you try to avoid talking to in high school he was the can I get a hug guy like <laughs> I had a really do you follow that guy on TikTok that does the like videos it's like of the little kid pretending to be a little kid no 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 oh, it's, okay it's like the he's so creepy and he does these videos it's like the guy that has a crush on you but think like no. wants to be your best friend he's like Lauren I heard you went to that party last night I'm really disappointed that's like what the vibes oh, that the magician God. was giving like very like guy friend who like thinks that you're gonna date but you're like oh, I'm only nice to you because I'm afraid you might kill me yeah you uh, my skin as a suit <laughs> yeah um, scared of you skinning me so <laughs> just gonna be polite and not uh that was his vibe uh, that being said I texted Ryan and I said there's a magician this season he goes don't like magicians I don't like being tricked <laughs> that's that's Ryan's note from the episode Ben's note from the episode was when he walked into the room and said he was only in the room for two minutes to grab a beer out of the fridge, turns, looks at the TV and goes, where's that man's shirt? That guy is a hazard. I was like, okay. It was like the table guy, Rodney. Wait, yeah. Oh my it? God. Uh, Rick. No, it was your it was guy. Rick. It was Rick. Um, 
what get out of the table <laughs> but it was instead it was just this shirtless guy i was like put the shirt put a sh- shirt where's his shirt <laughs> put down the chickens i've had enough the chickens why are you holding the chickens the whole night i was he got a little annoyed at one point and i was like oh my god he's gonna crack their necks <laughs> he was like looked like he was squeezing a bit too hard um i yeah just some weirdos but yeah the magician shouldn't have made it past screening same with remember wants to wear your skin as a suit jeff guy yes. like um yeah, he was fucking scary. Can That's we, the vibe this, the magician gave. For this season, for episodes that Ryan and Ben both have any commentary on, can we make like a Canva Pro graphic of like, I don't like magicians. I don't like being tricked. Swipe yes. through to Ben's quote. Yeah. <laughs> Boyfriend's thoughts on the episodes. Yeah, 100%. That's it's, the the meaning of Don't Insult My Intelligence is actually us talking shit about men and then getting men's takes on The Bachelor. Like I do think deep down that's our brand. Yeah, but we no, let 100%. one of them co-host. God, no, <laughs> no, no. Only when one of us is out. Only, only when. when we need a sub or we want to have a silly goose time a little bit. But anyway, so yeah, just some just some weirdos. And then and- the weirdest of them all. Oh, sorry, no, you can go. Oh my God, no! Please say the weirdest of them all. Mine was on a separate tangent. No, it is a separate tangent, and it's the twins. Um, <laughs> the twins from our home state slash town my hometown area. yeah hometown yeah and general area um the twins and I didn't have high expectations and they fell short of even my very low expectations I want I want so I I you know we had a little bit of hometown pride I went to Brookfield High School happy to see some Brookfield representation happy to see them standing in their driveway of their Brookfield Connecticut home waving goodbye to their mom totally um that being said I have to share an anecdote from uh, my friend who doesn't listen to this podcast, even though she watches The Bachelor, so she's fake. But she went to the casino recently because Tyler Cameron was hosting something at the casino and she like loves Tyler, wanted to go. The twins intentionally were at Tyler Cameron's event at the club, at the casino, like very clearly trying to like get attention of like, oh yeah, like we're on the season of The Bachelorette. And I was like, that is the loseriest thing that I can possibly imagine. Like Tyler Cameron is arguably the most famous person from the franchise. Like, yeah. yeah, a- yeah and yeah. like, just like showing up at his event, like they weren't behind like the VIP tape with Tyler or anything. They were no. just like at the event. To also be making that claim when they went home night one. Mm-hmm. Losery. Do you think so they're going to go to paradise? This is my thing though. Okay. Yes. So I don't think that they're going to go to paradise. I think all they had to do was make it three weeks in and they would have had the play for paradise. Yeah. But they were so uninteresting. I honestly don't know if they, if it would be risked again for them to be on the show. I That's honestly, how I feel. Gabby's reaction to them talking was oh some God. of the funniest shit I've ever seen. God, like, she's so funny. She, she like, they were like, yeah, like we, you know, we think it's important to tell you guys that like, even though we're twins, like we are really different and Rachel and Gabby are like, Oh, cool. Like how? And they're, they like go on to say that they went to the same college, majored in the same thing, have the same job, but at different companies. Yeah. What do you, they just listed all the ways they're similar. They were like, we're super different. And then made a huge comprehensive list of everything they have in common. It was so weird. Like they were just so uninteresting. I honestly think if they were remotely interesting, or like had, yeah. if one of them had a gimmick or something, they may have had a play for paradise. That's all they should have been trying to do. Yeah. But like they couldn't even do that. It was just so awkward. I was like, I don't think anybody will care. 
Like it didn't give grocery store Joe first night vibes. It gave just like, you're not interesting. They did kind of give them a lot of promo though. Not even just with the like opening package and stuff, but like there were, I feel like there were a lot of tweets about them before the show started. Yeah. Like, I, and maybe it's just because I'm from Brookfield that I was hearing more about them because it was like, oh, yeah, someone from Brookfield's true. on the show. But like, um, I don't know. Just, be. just food we'll for see. thought. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see them there. I just think it's undeserved if they're there, you know? Yeah. I'm like, you guys should have tried harder. You don't deserve to be on on the best show in the franchise. Yeah, true. Um, But something I did think was interesting was when the guys were entering and Rachel and um, Gabby were greeting them, I thought it was interesting that they were kind of like, kind of calling dibs on certain guys. Like when they would walk in, like one of them would be like, that guy's my type. And like, they both did it. Yeah. And it was kind of this weird way of saying like, I'm into that. Uh, That is an immediate yes for me. Yeah. And like Rachel ended up giving her first impression Rose to Tino, who was one of the guys she said it about. So it kind of seemed like there was like a little bit of an understanding of like those select few guys that they said that about the other one kind of stayed away from. Right. Kind of like off limits, like, oh, yeah. like, I'm into him. And it's not, I think, you know, saying that it's not to say like, if you guys got into a conversation and you hit it off right away, like whatever, whatever happens, happens. But like, saying it I think just sets up the barrier of like maybe like we try to let like if you said that to me if we were both single gals and the bachelorettes and you said that to me I'd be like oh okay like that's like cool yeah who she wants or whatever um so yeah no that is very interesting but I like like I really liked it I was like that's a good way to do it I think and just kind of just yeah put feelers out there also to put feelers out and be like that guy was so cute like I really liked him and see what the other one's gonna say <laughs> like yeah like if so she's too. also gonna be like oh my god yeah like he was so cute because then it's like oh you know yeah so. it, it was interesting to me but something to kind of go along with that now it is entirely possible that it, there was a conversation had that just didn't air but something that I thought was really interesting was that it seemed like Rachel gave out her first impression rose without consulting Gabby at all. First. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of got a weird vibe around. No, granted, there may have been a conversation that they just chose not to air, which is like right. totally possible. Normal. Yeah. But if she genuinely, and I don't think that she talked to her because after she gave the rose to Tino, she went back to Gabby and was like, I just gave out my first impression rose. And Gabby looked surprised. Yeah. So to me, that was weird. Cause I'm like, okay, like I get it. You guys are trying to have individual journeys as well. And you're navigating how do they kind of live in the same, you know, bubble or whatever. But what if Tino was a guy that Gabby was also interested in? Like what if Tino yeah. and Gabby had kissed and then you just like gave him the rose without even consulting her? Like that felt a little weird to me. Right. Um, yeah, it did feel weird. What if they had, what if she had given it to Eric? Cause Eric was making moves on both of them. Yeah. Like I was worried. Seems- that Gabby was going to give it to Eric. And I was like, oh, me God, too. So it, they kind of made it seem like Gabby was going to give hers yeah, to Eric at first. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, um, so awkward. Oh, wait, we're talking about, we're, we're forgetting one of my most favorite interactions, which was with Gabby and whiteboard guy. What's oh my name? God, Ryan, who looks exactly like Clayton and Jesse. Okay. Um, but so but funny. So cute. I love them together. And they had such like a natural like banter and and like I just loved that con- I thought he was gonna be who got the rose because it was so effortless and like funny 
Um, but I think I he's really go like far. him. I think he'll go far. And I really yeah. like the two of them together. I made a note mm-hmm. about that. Like I was like actually laughing. Like they were just yeah. like having a good time. Um, yeah. He does, you know, they are making these men in a factory at this point. Like he does look exactly like a contestant from all of the past 20 seasons, but uh-huh. <laughs> he seems funnier than most of them. So that like has more of a personality <laughs> than a lot of yeah. them. He definitely seems like he has a personality. So that's good. So no, I, I loved the two of them together. I thought that he was super funny. I also really yeah. liked her and Eric until Eric then was like, I'm going to go talk to Rachel too. And was like, I don't know. I know that they're allowed to do that. I just don't, I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So that being said, um, we said that Rachel gives her rose to Tino and Gabby gives her rose to Mario um who's mario <laughs> the first guy that kissed her oh, like he's he's okay. very cute <laughs> their kiss their kiss was like kind of like, weird kind of weird yeah <laughs> um but i think i what i wondered actually with gabby he mario does seem really nice i think that he'll probably make it like a, pretty far I don't yeah know. he'll make it pretty far um he's very cute like he's very good looking um, I wondered though, if Gabby, like it was, he was the first guy that kissed her. So I think, you know, genuinely there's like a first impression rose there thing, but I also think she probably wants to give her first date to Ryan or yeah. Eric even. So I wondered if she was doing the first impression rose to like, I don't know, off someone else so that she could like do her first date. Cause if you give the first impression rose to someone, it's shitty to then be like, oh, you're also my first date. Like, yeah. And then people feel like I never have a chance. So I kind of wondered if she like wanted to like be able to get to know some of the guys that she was like joking around with a bit more yeah. with her first date. I don't know. Probably not. She probably just was like into Mario, but I don't know. I was also struck me as interesting that he got it when she had such banter with some of the other guys. Yeah, no, that it was interesting versus like Rachel. I could see Rachel taking Tino all the way to the end. Like she was totally immediately same. into him. Like totally same. Yeah. I could see Rachel and like, I know I'm like saying that I like her and then immediately insulting her, but like (laughs) I could literally see Rachel pulling a Claire and being like, I love this man. And it's like been 10 days, you know, like, oh my God. And like, I know she doesn't like, I haven't seen spoilers as like who wins, who's top four or whatever. I know that her and Gabby both complete the season is about all I know, but like, couldn't you see it though? Yeah, I totally could. (laughs) He's so my type. (laughs) I know. And I, I really do She's like her. So like, I'm not trying to be like, no, mean. but I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. Derogatory. Uh, I could see her pulling a Claire. <laughs> like literally the meanest thing we've ever said about anyone. <laughs> not to shit on Claire. Um, That's like the so, one thing I'm saying that Rachel would do that I would never do. I'd be like, yeah. no, I, I'm going to be here until the last day because I want every bit of attention that I can get. A hundred percent. No. Um, so yeah. So that's some of them. Any, anyone else that's like notable? Um, not really. The only other like really notable thing that happens in the episode is that this is a record number of men that are on the season. There's 32 guys that are on the season. They upped the count because there were two bachelorettes because of that. The girls didn't really get to talk to that many of them. And so they kind of say to Jesse, like, Hey, are we allowed to? And Jesse's like, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. There's no rules. Every other lead is like begging for a little bit of leniency. And for whatever reason, yeah. with Gabby and Rachel, they're like, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, there's I don't care. no rules. They're like, we don't know. <laughs> so they effectively only send home three men. They sent home the magician and the twins, <laughs> which is so funny. 
Oh God. If I were one of them, that's why it's so losery that the twins went to that event. Like you went out of your way to go to that event when these women went out of their way to not have a rose ceremony and just send you home. home. (laughs) They were like, we are not feeling it. That's so embarrassing. You should be embarrassed. I hope that they're in witness protection. Like that's crazy. And so they send those three men only home. So there's still 29 men left and they cancel the rose ceremony and say that we want to take you all to week two so we can get to know you better, which I actually thought made sense because they really didn't get to talk to that many of them. But the flip side of that is that the length of this experience does not get increased. So it's like week two where you're normally starting to try to like further relationships. It's now basically just a continuation of night one where you're still trying to like meet people. Yeah. It also means that for about like the first eight weeks, we're going to look at some of these guys and be like, I have never seen that man before in my life. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know who this man is. And like, we do it on the first few weeks usually because like some, some people are unimportant. Okay. But, (laughs) but that shit is going to last so long. Like there's just going to be guys for a long time that I'm like, no fucking never seen you before. When did you join? (laughs) The only men whose names I know leaving this are Tino, Mario, and Eric. And I, until you said Mario was the first guy she kissed, I couldn't put a name to that face or vice versa. I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Tino, the only reason I remember Tino, honestly, if you put the entire group of guys in front of me right now, I probably couldn't tell you which one was Tino. No, couldn't pick him out of a lineup. That's for sure. But the only reason I remember Tino is because she immediately was like, that guy is mine. Like she peed on him when he entered. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She laid claim. She was like, yep. 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 That yep, one's yep. all me. Yep. And I also, I think it's funny. Like, again, like I'm insulting Rachel, but I really don't mean to like girls just like make excuses for guys that they're into because like guys that entered that Rachel was not attracted to, she was like, stop making jokes about Clayton. Like, it's so annoying. I'm on my own journey. And then Tino's like, get it. We're at the bottom of the stairs. I'm trying to improve your time on stairs. And she's like, oh my God, Tino, that's so funny. She's like, I love that so much. And it's like, babe. And it's like, babe, like you literally just told all the ugly guys upstairs to stop (laughs) talking about Clayton. The uggos are crying right now. (laughs) And like, I get it. It's like, I get it. We all do it. It's like, no, yeah. When people were not attracted to do something annoying, we're like that's so annoying but when people we are attracted to do it we're like oh you're so funny right but I was like I was like you literally just talked about how you don't want to talk about Clayton anymore but like when Tino does it you're like haha love that yeah no what a silly goose (laughs) yeah so that's like pretty much the guys like I mean honestly I think that they seem good so far I don't know yeah no I like them I like a lot of them I think it's going to be really interesting especially with people like Eric that definitely have oh we didn't talk about oh my god Uh, um, we didn't talk about Hayden who looks exactly like grocery store Joe and is obsessed with Rachel and made her a birthday card it was so cute it's a shame that she literally is already planning on having Tino's kids she's like, <laughs> she's like I'm pregnant like she loves Tino but Hayden is so sweet Hayden and is tell, really cute and it, I mean we saw it in the preview but you can like tell that he like really likes Rachel and like is there for Rachel yeah um, and he does look a lot like grocery store Joe he does he looks like their cousins um so anyway I we forgot to talk about him the birthday card was just so cute like very it really personal. was cute like oh like that's so nice so and um, he knew something about her other than that she dated Clayton which is right. you know immediate point big plus a yeah know, a plus um but yeah that's, that's kind of it um and I that's hope the recap. that we don't keep talking about Clayton next week but 
until that limit is set, let's talk about Clayton right now. So, (laughs) so Clayton and Susie, like Kayla said, like watched and Susie, I said this at the end of last season, I was upset with Susie because I felt like she like watched her two friends get her two quote unquote friends get manipulated by this man. And then was like, that's mine. I'm going to stand beside him. And she also was manipulated. And she also was manipulated. Like she watched herself get manipulated. And then she watched her two really good friends get manipulated. And she watched all of that back and was like, yep, we're still together. (laughs) So I have a lot of like, I think that's where my biggest issue with Susie comes. Cause genuinely I liked Susie on the season. I still like Susie. I think she's like a good person. Like, I don't think she's a bad person, but she made that choice. You chose to be with the person that manipulated you and your friends. Yeah. Then they were announced as the bachelorette. Obviously everyone's really excited, but like Susie is like sharing the promos. She's like, it's tonight. It starts tonight. Like sharing everything. Kayla pointed out, they don't even follow her. Yeah. Neither of them follow her. And also the thing about it, I was saying to Emily, when we were texting about it, is I was like, I feel like Lauren Leindyke is a really good comparison because Lauren made a controversial decision when she got back together with Ari, like knowing she was going to take heat for it. Cause he broke up with right. Becca in a shitty right. way. Like, but Lauren, when Becca got announced as the bachelorette, shared the post and was like, so happy for Becca, whatever. And that was the last she ever spoke about Becca again. She did like the classy thing and shared the first post of like the announcement and was like, so happy for Becca and then never brought it up again. Like you do, there was not a chance that Ari and Lauren were sitting home watching Becca season of The Bachelorette. Like, no. And like, yeah. And it's like, Susie, like, I get it. You want to be a girl's girl, but like, I just think if you were a girl's girl, things would have turned out differently, perhaps. Yeah. But also, it's fine. Like, you made your choice. You chose him. He's changed. He's impressed you. You you feel comfortable with him. You love him. Your choice now, that's fine. But, like, it might mean that you're not friends with Rachel and Gabby anymore. And so yeah. maybe don't be, like, like, it. I don't know. I get it. I think if she weren't posting about it, people would be like, why aren't you posting about it? You should be hyping them up. So, like, I do think she's in a tough spot. But my opinion is just like, just leave it alone. Like you don't have to watch it. You don't have to hype it up. We get it. You're happy for them. You can have private convert, you know, I don't know. It just, it just feels very like I'm part of this. These are my friends. And I'm like, girl, I don't think they like you. (laughs) Right. It'd also be different if like Gabby and Rachel have had interacted with her at all on social media since this happened, like commented on her photo or like anything then it would be like okay maybe they are still genuinely really good friends and she's trying to be supportive but the fact totally. that like Gabby and Rachel don't even follow her it's fine I get she's in a tough spot but to me it just comes off a bit like you made your choice just you can have your boyfriend like we get yeah. it you're dating like just be dating it's fine you don't have to be like I don't know look at yeah. my girls go like okay well they weren't really your girls when you like didn't defend them you started dating him but yeah okay <laughs> okay um, and the last thing I want to touch on, just because it's l- literally two of my favorite people and it kills me to see them fight. Um, so this is like the 30 second synopsis. We're digging back into ancient bachelor history here. Um, Listen, let me blow off the, the bachelor te- <laughs> textbook. <laughs> and so basically, if you guys have been around for a while, you will remember that on paradise a couple of years ago, um, Blake Hortzman. According to him, got a vicious edit, but like also he was a slut. 
have had sex with everyone at Bachelor Nation. <sighs> By the way, guys, like, I'm very sex positive. I'm, like, joking. Like, sleep with however many people you want. I do agree that the show did Blake pretty dirty for, like, what he did. They were acting like he literally murdered a girl on the beach because he had sex with yeah. multiple women. Like, I'm yeah. joking. It's okay. But regardless, he had sex with a lot of women in Bachelor Nation. And he pretty much got slammed for it. But then he... I think a lot of people were pretty 50-50 on whether or not they just thought he deserved to be, like, crucified the way that he was. But then he, like, really dug his hole deeper by, like, posting screenshots on his Instagram story of texts that Kaylin had sent him. And the reason that he did it was to try to, like, prove that he was innocent, like... He was like, no, like she, she initiated this like several times with me, like blah, 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 blah. But the, the issue that a lot of people took with that at that point was like, those were private texts sent to you by someone who was like drunk in the middle of the night. Like those aren't the kind of texts that a good person puts on their Instagram story as leverage. Like, even if they are proving your quote, right. Like you just don't do that. And that was like a a fair critique. Like, okay, got it. And that was like, what was so hard about that season was because I was like, I don't think he really deserves to get roasted like this for just sleeping with people. Like everybody in Bachelor Nation sleeps with everybody. Like he just got caught. Right. But then when he did that and like posted her text on his story, I'm like, ooh, like that's not a good look. Like that's pretty fucked up. And Nick Vile was like vocal about thinking that it was fucked up. He was like, that's disgusting. Like people's private texts are private. Like- you should have gotten on after the final rose and maybe explained that there, you know, were texts that were sent to you, but you didn't need to post the actual text. So Nick was very vocal about not liking Blake. Blake in the years that has followed has been unable to let go of how much he likes Nick Vile. He's always talking about it, like whatever. So then that's the, that's the backstory. So then Nick Vile is now dating a girl who has nothing to do with bachelor nation, whatever which is really funny. And I like her. And they went on a podcast and she was getting pressed because they were talking about Katie Thurston. And I guess Katie was doing one of her like dramatic Instagram stories where they're like, someone asked her something about Nick Vile. And she goes, I don't know. I have Nick blocked, like being dramatic and then answering no further questions about it. Because then naturally people are like, well, why do you have Nick Vile blocked? And she like, wouldn't answer any further questions. So then Nick's girlfriend is on this podcast and she starts going off. Now I am, she instigated a lot of this, but I also understand if someone's like attacking your boyfriend and you know that it's bullshit being like, no, this is bullshit. And here's why. Right. And Natalie indicated that Katie had sent inappropriate texts to Nick at some point in time, whether they were drunk and flirtatious, like whatever, whatever, whatever. And then she starts pressuring Nick to read them. She's like, read the text, Nick. And I was kind of like, Natalie, like, that's not a great look. Like he's, and he was clearly kind of uncomfortable with it, but then he did it. And then Blake Fortzman shares the whole thing to his story and goes this fucking hypocrite. Like he roasted me for years about like sharing private text messages. And now he's going to get on a podcast and exploit Katie and this, that, and the other thing. And so it's like, well, I love Nick so much. I was like, Blake, like, kind of has a point. Like, you can't make your whole platform this, like, holier-than-thou, like, dating coach savant and then, like, do the thing that you put Blake on. I, I don't know. If anyone cares, I was very invested in this today. Um, 
but also like Blake needs to stop being such a fucking loser and talking about paradise from four years ago like yeah like like nobody it's time to let it people, go <laughs> when we talk about you on this podcast like most of our listeners are probably like who the fuck are they talking about like that's like that's, that's the level of fame that Blake is at at the moment um that being said he is dating Giannina from love is blind Blind, which was speculated upon in other relationship news breakup news katie thurston speaking of broke up her and john dunzo bartender john in the most shocking update we've ever given i can't believe it i'm (laughs) devastated um he does still follow me on instagram actually i haven't checked on that so don't fact check me um but he watched my stories up until like recently so anyway um, and then the other breakup, this one's fucking, this one hurt me was Michelle and Nate. This one bonk, hurt me. Bonk. This one hurt me, but also I was kind of like, yeah, like Nate wasn't the guy. And yeah. honestly, like, I really felt like the guy for Michelle on that season was Joe. But, but if it wasn't Joe, I felt like it was nobody. Like, I just felt like he wasn't there. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel like she had that strong of connections with anyone. And to be honest, like, I was, I was, gagged when she sent joe home in the final three and kept brandon and nate yeah i think the guy was joe like i just never was that loud except now now joe has caught allegations so oh um did i just like not know about that yikes maybe not yeah oh okay i promise i didn't know about that (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'm not like defending abusers i promise when that (laughs) came out i was like very pro Nate and I was like pro Nate because like of their posts together and it seemed like they were doing really well and I was like oh you know yeah. post show it seems like they're really happy so Michelle went on a podcast and they asked her because if you got if you guys don't know if you're on the bachelor and you get engaged and you um don't make it you have to give back the ring if you were engaged for less than three years But the reason that the Michelle situation was confusing was because not only was there the the ring that she has to give back, but they were the first couple ever that was gifted that $200,000 to buy a house. And so people were like, is that like the ring? Like, do you have to give that back? Like what happens? She was on a podcast. She was on Ben and Ashley's podcast. And I just want to read the most confusing statement I've ever heard anyone give regarding anything. (laughs) Ben and Ashley were like, so what happens to the $200,000? And this was her response. That was money that was gifted to both of us. And I think that's something that, you know, is going to be decided how that's going to be utilized going forward. For me personally, I haven't officially decided, but I kind of have started putting some different things in place to give back, to build an organization or, you know, just promote some change that I've been talking about. I think that would be something that I would feel really good about. But I just want to reiterate the sentence I think that's something that, you know, is going to be decided, that's going to be utilized going forward. For me personally, I haven't decided. (laughs) I was like, girlfriend, just just say it's fresh and I don't know yet. Yeah, be like, we have not been contacted about that. Be like, Like, it's money that was gifted to us. Ultimately, it's like, it was a gift. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I assume it's theirs. I hope that they'll just split it 50-50. You know what? Go ahead. Yeah. But like, uh, that was the biggest word salad of a response. That's so awesome. I love that. That's like the, have you seen the recent Kamala Harris interview where she just yes. says absolutely nothing? Yes. Yeah, dude, that shit rocks. <laughs> the, our, like, I, oh, that kills me. 
<laughs> nothing no no point like me right now no point was made um just vibes <laughs> purely vibes i think that's hysterical i think that's the like one of the like we need more of that in in today's society i'm doing it right now it, this this is intentional though um so anyway <laughs> any other bachelor nation news i don't think so um yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, like, people got engaged, people have broken up, but that's been over the span of, like, friends, three months. So. Friends break up, friends get married, strangers <laughs> get born, strangers get buried. <laughs> Trends change. As, <laughs> rumors fly. I'm right where you left me. We are right where you left us. Same spots as last time. We haven't moved. We've just been, like, Bella and Twilight <laughs> waiting for the seasons to change while we sit by our podcast mics. <laughs> right where you, you dug here. that reference out of the bowels of your memory <laughs> that unfortunately was a super surface level memory for me I think about Twilight really often <laughs> <laughs> new moon is new moon it takes very little to, to unleash to recall yeah. to recall um, um have you seen that video of Taylor Lautner's fiance being like the guy that your child put like make a video of your oh, childhood yeah. crush next to the guy you ended up with and it's like Edward Cullen and then she's like literally engaged literally to Taylor Lautner to Taylor Lautner <laughs> and her name is Taylor also so I'm just like awesome. so happy that like one of us ended up with him you know yeah it should have been someone <laughs> it, like somebody deserved it you know somebody deserved it and I'm sure it was her um anyway they should I wish that they were a bachelor couple. I would care more. Uh, They should come on the podcast. (laughs) No, yeah. This is a call to Taylor Lautner only. If you're not Taylor Lautner, stop listening. Um, Anyway, yeah. So we're excited to be back. Um, Thank you all for sticking with us. And stick around for more exciting announcements in the next Exciting announcements, exciting recaps. And also, I just want it to be known that for, I think, the first time ever, I drank during this recap and Emily didn't. That is true. That's this like is the first one ever that I think I was never happened. alone. I've done this sober very rarely. Um, feels weird. Just raw anyway. dog and raw dog in the pod feels weird. Uh, so <laughs> now that we are going to leave it on raw dogging the pod, thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> if we didn't have family members that listened to or followed us on social media, I would name the episode raw dog. <laughs> uh, um, on that note, Speaking of raw dogging, uh, follow us on Instagram at Don't Insult My Podcast. Give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Kayla is like not in frame right now. <laughs> She's just cackling. Oh, God. And uh, we cannot wait to be back on a weekly basis talking our shit and doing our silly little tasks. All right. Bye. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>